Welcome to r slash entitled people. This is very similar to r slash entitled parents, but nonetheless, it is a new subreddit for me. So if you enjoyed this subreddit and you want to hear more stories, let me know by hitting that like button. My first husband was a Marine. On base, there's a commissary. It's just a huge grocery store and only military and their families can shop there. Prices are lower than the store in town and you don't pay tax. Every service member gets paid the same day. I learned to wait a couple of days before I went shopping, but there were some days when we were out of everything and I had to go on payday. The lines got ridiculously long, curving around the entire store. One day, some woman started pushing her way to the front of the line, loudly bragging that her husband was a master sergeant and outranked all of ours so she deserved to go first. Then a woman at the back came up and started telling her off. This was almost 10 years ago, so I don't remember the exact dialogue, but she was basically reaming her for wearing her husband's rank, saying that her husband earned that rank, not her, and she wasn't entitled to anything. Furthermore, grocery store lines had nothing to do with rank, and even if her husband was here, she'd still have to wait. Woman 1 came back with, I don't know who you think you are, but my husband can destroy your husband's life. Don't mess with me. Woman 2 says, Oh, you mean a master sergeant outranks the base general? I'll have to let my husband know that he has a new boss. What's your husband's name? Woman 1 kinda went pale and just walked to the back of the line. See, military members are responsible for the behavior of their families, and her husband could have faced disciplinary action. She knew this, but didn't expect anyone to question a master sergeant's wife. Cracked me up. A lot of wives get a hard-on for flaunting their husband's ranks, thinking it made them better than everyone else. Watching her get put in her place made my day. Remember when you were like 8 years old and you were like, My dad could beat up your dad on the playground? I kinda thought kids outgrew that kind of behavior, but apparently with entitled people, it just lasts forever? Our next reddit post is from what the f Kanye. I work at a hotel and our pool was shut down cause a kid decided to take a dump in it right before the inspectors came to check us out. The poop messed up the filtration system really bad, so the inspector from the state environment department shut down our pool and placed a sign on the pool door that said, pool closed by order of the New Mexico environment department. This lady comes up to the pool and asks if I can let her into the pool so her kid could swim. I told her I can't because it's a safety hazard. She loses her cool with me, saying that her kid really wanted to swim. And she picked us because we had a nice pool and hot tub. She also threatens to call corporate. Mind you, her kid was the one that dumped in the pool. OP, if the kid takes a dump in the swimming pool, I think what you should have done is tell the mom that her kid can just take a dip in the toilet. Our next Reddit post is from Anima Vivir. My coworker is delusional AF. I took a shift that she usually works and she asked me how will I send her the money I made since it's her shift? Update, she was freaking serious. Called my supervisor on me and said I'm withholding her funds and that I told her I'll beat her butt. I was low-key just playing, but LMAO, I'ma beat her butt. LMAO, wow. 
So come to find out she did the same thing to two of my other coworkers and they actually gave her the money? Everybody's an idiot. She had the right one when she asked me to give her the money I worked for. My supervisor said so. Everybody dumb-dumb except me. My supervisor said, We never would have known if you didn't tell her you'll beat her butt for asking dumb questions. Thank you, OP. LMAO, I don't even know what to think. The thing I can't figure out is, is this person an idiot for trying to get the money from someone else's hard work? Or a genius because it actually worked? Thank you so much for getting my car towed. You are such an effing butthole. Could your lazy butt not find another spot for one night? My boyfriend who does not live here parked here without knowing. You could have put a note on the car. Now I am out $300 and a car. F you. If I towed somebody's car in my spot and they left this note for me, I would literally frame this note and hang it on my wall. Our next Reddit post is from Bus Driver Jim. This happened to me a few years ago. I had recently moved to the north of Scotland where I now live and was staying with my mom and stepdad while getting a house sorted. They went away on holiday for a fortnight, so missed all the fun. I came home from work one afternoon, started at 4am and finished at 1.30pm to find a car blocking the driveway into my house. Having a small car, I parked at the top of the drive blocking them in. My parents live out in the sticks on a single track road so I couldn't leave my car where it was because it would have been blocking the road. After an hour, I saw someone approaching the drive and taking pictures of my car. I went out and confronted them and the conversation went like this. Why are you taking pictures of my car? The entitled person says, Because you parked illegally and you're blocking my car in. I'm going to call the police if you don't move your car from my neighbor's drive. This is clearly my parents' drive. Did you not think it was odd having to walk through someone's garden to get to their neighbor's driveway? Well, it wasn't very clear so you can move so I can get out. So I get my keys and move, then park my car and think nothing of it. Next morning, I leave for work, and once again, I find this same car parked in my parents' drive. This time, I go knock on my neighbor's door and ask him to get his friend to shift it. Only for my neighbor to ask, what friend? I pointed to the car and told him what had happened yesterday. Turns out, the Pratt wasn't his friend at all, but liked to walk around the woodland path near our houses. 20 minutes later, he finally appears, smirks, and moves before saying, I'll be parked here tomorrow, too. So, once again, I go to work at stupid o'clock, and when I get back, lo and behold, the Pratt has parked there again. This time, I decided to teach him a lesson. I had two days off, so I went to the shops to get some shopping done and a rather large amount of alcohol. Strongbow and Savannah Dry Cider, if you're interested. Got home, parked as close to his car as I could, making sure I was safely off the road. I went inside, made some dinner, and started drinking. About an hour later, there's a banging on the door. Yes? Move your car! It's blocking me in, and my family wants to go home! I look out, and there's his rather embarrassed-looking family sitting in their car. Sorry, can't, as I took another drink from my cider. Been drinking for a couple hours, probably over the limit, so I don't want to risk it. 
What? Why are you drinking when you knew I'd be wanting to move my car? I'm off for the next two days, so I fancy to drink. I'm calling the effing police. You do that. Before shutting the door and popping into the lounge to watch TV while also watching them through the window. About two hours later, apparently the police had trouble finding my house, lol. The police arrive and speak to entitled person before they knock on my door. Yes, officers, how can I help? Why are you stopping entitled person from leaving? So I began explaining the events of the previous days and mentioned how I told him he couldn't park here. I also explained that I had been drinking and was probably over the limit, so I couldn't risk moving my car. The police officer agreed that I was correct to not drive while intoxicated. They then asked what insurance I had. I pointed out that my insurance was named driver only. Basically means that only people whose name is on the insurance can drive my car. So they couldn't move it for me. Come on, just make him move his car. The police officer says, just going to get the breathalyzer. Blow into this please, to me. You're about two times the legal limit, so I'm sorry, but you can't move your car. Sorry, but he's over the limit. You'll have to leave your car here and come back tomorrow. What? But how are we meant to get home? There's a bus stop about two miles down the road. You'll get the bus to Blank City at this time or Blank Town at this time. But the bus doesn't go anywhere near where we live. We can call you a taxi if you want, but you'll need to pay for it. He did this deliberately. Yup, lol. Fast forward to the next day. The police arrived with him in their car, and before they asked me to move my car, they decided to have some fun. We just want to check you with the breathalyzer again. Big, deep breath. Entitled person looking more and more worried. You're fine. Can you move your car, please? Of course, officers. The police officer says to entitled person, don't park your car here again. Entitled person couldn't even look at me, just got in his car and drove off. Later that day, I decided to build a gate for my parents. God, stories like this bewilder me. What would have stopped OP from just like slashing the tires or just breaking off the rearview window, keying the car? Why do these morons park their car where it doesn't belong and then act like they're invincible? It's like, dude, I know where your car is. While you're away, I can do whatever I want to it and no one will be able to prove anything. Review, one star. My husband and I have shopped here consistently for years, but we will use a different location from now on. They will literally lock the doors right in your face if you show up two minutes after closing. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I worked at Subway. And when we closed, there would inevitably be someone who comes in like one or two minutes right after we close and stands there at the glass door looking pitifully inside, knocking, asking if they can come in. Nothing gave me greater joy than just waving and then ignoring them. Sorry, dude, I'm going home. I couldn't care less about your problems. Our next Reddit post is from Get Me Outta. Has anyone else felt like an inconvenience to the staff at Blank Library? For reasons beyond my control, we finally made it to the library five minutes before closing. The staff seemed irritated and frustrated despite the fact I'd rushed it with a toddler in tow and visibly pregnant. 
I told them I only needed a few minutes to grab a few books for my kids. And one staff member stood by, looking at his watch and mumbling that he wanted to go home. We were out of there at 6.03 p.m. Has anyone else experienced this? Unfortunately, this isn't the first time I've experienced this and witnessed others being herded out impatiently by the staff. Ah, yes, because there's nothing workers want more than to stand around not getting paid just because pregnant, entitled people can't show up on time. Smashed my ex-boyfriend's computer. That'll teach him to talk to other girls. She's my cousin. We were talking about Thanksgiving. You cheated on me last month anyway. Whatever. You deserved it anyway. You never buy me anything. F you, smiley face. You're going to pay for my computer. I'm on the phone with my lawyer right now. Whatever. I'll tell him you raped me. Psycho grunt. Just stay out of my life. Just call the cops. See you in court. Stop commenting now, smiley face. Lol, you go girl. Lol. <laughs> Your Honor, proof that my client did not rape this woman is this Facebook post, which I would like to present as Exhibit A. Would you like to sell your baby? I've recently had a miscarriage and I've been following you on Facebook. She's so beautiful. I've already given her a nickname and bought things for her. Um, this belongs in r slash I'm calling the frickin' police. Maybe even r slash honey, what's the number for the FBI? Background, an airline captain commuting to work purchased a full fare first class ticket to get there. Lived in Atlanta at the time, domiciled in Houston and commuted. Normally, you could get a jump seat in the cockpit, but on this auspicious day, that was already taken. Pass writing wasn't an option because there were no seats in coach and only one in first. Pass writers can be bumped for fair paying passengers. And I needed to get to work so I plunked down my credit card and bought the last seat in first. Boarding has occurred and I am peacefully in my seat waiting for pushback. Then an entitled woman says, You are sitting in my seat. You'll need to move right now. I check my boarding pass. Nope, this is my seat. Not gonna happen. Sorry. You're an employee. You're sitting in my seat. Move now. May I see your boarding pass? Clearly there's been some mistake. You may not see my boarding pass. I show that when I boarded. I've upgraded to first class. Now move. You'll need to resolve this with the flight crew. I'm a passenger. The entitled woman stomps off, resembling an irritated Dolores Umbridge, and returns with the flight attendant. The flight attendant says, Good morning, Captain. May I see your boarding pass? Sure thing, and I show my boarding pass. Ma'am, that's his seat. He paid for it. Well, then throw him off, dear. I've upgraded to first class, and that is now my seat. I'll need to see your boarding pass, ma'am. You will not. I showed it when I boarded. I've upgraded to first class. How did you upgrade to first class? I upgraded to first class. I'm more important than an employee. Now get him out of my seat. Someone has called the cockpit and the captain has left the flight deck to deal with this. 
Ma'am, I'm Captain Wallaby, not his real name. I've just spoken with the gate agent. We certainly apologize for this awkward situation. The agent has corrected your paperwork and has a voucher for future travel for you as well. Please go fetch your new boarding pass and your voucher and we'll be on our way. The entitled woman departs up the jetway, a triumphant smile on her face. The captain turns to the flight attendant and says, prepare the doors for departure. The doors close. The captain returns to the cockpit and as we push back from the gate, I can see entitled woman pounding on the glass next to the jetway. It was a nice ride to Houston. The coffee was wonderful. I don't get it. She just thought that she could just declare that she upgraded magically and wouldn't let anyone see her ticket and everyone on the plane would just agree with her? In what universe does that make sense? Dear neighbor, you just moved into this neighborhood a year ago and I wanted to give you time to correct this problem on your own, but you are apparently too inconsiderate to do so. Every day this week, when the weather has been nice and windows are open, you proceed to let your small child run free in your backyard and laugh and giggle and carry on without end. This is very disruptive for my two dogs and my bird who sits next to the window and likes to look into your yard. Perhaps you could ask him to tone it down a bit. Or at least limit his outside time to 15 to 20 minutes a day. So my dogs can be outside without seeing him running around. If this kind of behavior persists, I will call the police. If I were OP, my next step would be to contact every single friend I had who had a toddler for an impromptu backyard party for my little kid. I'm at the hospital for my mom and there's a lady complaining about throwing up and having strep. Nurse comes back and tells her she's pregnant and the girl's mom literally said, no, you're wrong, she's a virgin. <laughs> I would love to hear that daughter's explanation for how she's pregnant and still a virgin. Yeah, mom, I don't know what they're talking about. To be honest, I'm still a virgin. I think what happened was I slipped and landed on a baby and it just kind of popped up inside of me. So now I'm accidentally pregnant. This happened about a year ago, but I just booked tickets for another long flight and it made me think of this. I was flying from Hawaii to New York and had a layover in Chicago. The flight from Hawaii to Chicago was about 10 hours long and I had booked my flight well in advance so I could have my choice of seats. I chose the window seat on the exit row and as I was waiting in the airport, I was excited knowing my seat was going to be perfect. We start boarding and I'm one of the first groups to board so I make sure I have everything I need from my bag. Put my headphones on and start my Netflix binge. About 10 minutes in, the woman next to me taps me on the shoulder. Hi, sweetie. I'm flying with my family and my granddaughter would like to be in the window seat. I should explain the layout of the plane. There's three seats on the left and right side and four seats in the middle. Entitled grandma and her husband were sitting in the seats next to me on my side and the rest of her family, entitled mother and her three kids, all between two to eight years old, were sitting in the middle row. I say, I'm sorry, I chose this seat because I know how long of a flight it's going to be. I would offer to let her sit here during takeoff and then switch, but she looks really young and I don't think they allow children to sit in the exit row. Entitled mother overhearing our conversation. So 
You're just going to be heartless and deny my daughter her window seat. Mom, you told me I could have it. Tell her it's mine. She starts having a temper tantrum and screaming while sitting in the aisle, holding up the entire line of people trying to get to their seats. Look what you did. You broke that little girl's heart. I hope you know there's a place in heck for people like you. The flight attendant heard the girl's tantrum at this point and started coming over. What seems to be the issue? These people asked me to switch. This girl stole my daughter's seat. She shoved her way in as I was helping my daughter with her bag. And now she refuses to give us the seat back. I have my ticket that shows that this is my seat. She stole the ticket from my grandbaby. I saw her do it. Me extremely frustrated at this point. It has my name on it, and I have my license to prove it's my name. The flight attendant looks over everything. This is her seat. Also, your daughter is way too young to be in an exit row. Please don't disturb this young lady again. The rest of the flight, I endured dirty looks from the family. And at one point, entitled grandma tried to spill a drink on me as the flight attendant was handing it to me. Hopefully, the next flight, I can just sit in silence. Why be silent during a flight when you can look out the window and say, Wow, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And then just turn around and lock eyes with a little girl and be like, You have no idea what you're missing. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm an optician. I'm mostly watching in the sidelines for this one, but I figured y'all would appreciate the story anyway. Entitled mom and nice kid come in and check in. They were a smidge early for their appointment, 15 minutes or so, and after they checked in, they sat down. Nice Kid was quietly playing something on an iPad. For those of you unfamiliar with waiting rooms, most have TVs where they play something for the patients to watch. For us, it's nature shows, so there doesn't need to be sound, just pretty fish swimming around. Entitled Mother, for the most part, is watching the TV, totally enamored at the sharks. Soon enough, 15 minutes pass by and Entitled Mother gets called. The vision tech says, Entitled Mother? Entitled Mother last name? The Entitled Mother keeps watching TV. The tech and I make eye contact and I nudge towards Entitled Mom. The tech shrugs and calls her name again, then retreats. Five minutes later, the tech tries again and this time Nice Kid pokes his mom and whispers to her. Entitled mom shushes the kid and continues watching TV. The tech retreats again and tries another five minutes later, this time walking up to her. Excuse me, ma'am, are you entitled mom? The entitled mom annoyed. Yes, what do you want? We're ready for you to come back for nice kid's appointment. Can't you see we're busy? Come back later. Ma'am, your appointment was booked 15 minutes ago. It's not my appointment, it's my son's. It's okay, mommy, I can go myself. Nonsense, we want to watch the fishies. Ma'am, we have the same show in the waiting room. Leave us alone, I will tell you when we're ready. That's not how appointments work. I don't care. I will stay here and watch my show. The tech and I make eye contact again, and I shrug and go back to writing emails. Tech sighs and makes her way to the back of the office, probably to ask the office manager what to do. 
10 minutes later, Tech comes out and talks with her again. Ma'am, if your son doesn't come in for his appointment, you'll need to reschedule. This show is always on and you won't miss anything. The entitled mother ignoring the tech. Look nice kid, dolphins. Ma'am, I, oh, wow, look at the splash. Your appointment, wow, nice kid, look at that. Okay. The tech walks out and other patients get called. Now, this lady literally kept watching the two-hour special and finally, after the credits rolled, she walks up to the desk. At this point, I had gone to lunch and came back and she was still there. Okay, we're ready now. The front desk receptionist said, Sorry, for what? Nice kid's appointment. Ma'am, you were checked in over two hours ago. Your appointment is already finished. That's ridiculous. We never went back. The tech called you five times, well past your appointment time. Well, we were watching the fishes on your TV. I understand that, ma'am, but your appointment was at 10 a.m. It's now noon. You'll have to reschedule. That's BS. We've been here waiting. It's not my fault that you had a good show on. Ma'am, as much as we appreciate feedback on the shows we have in the waiting rooms, you missed your appointment. I might be able to squeeze you in for a 3 p.m. if you're able to come back. No, we will be seen now. Mommy, the lady told you. Be quiet, nice kid. The grown-ups are talking. I'm sorry, ma'am. Other than rescheduling you, the doctor will not be able to see you today. We were watching the show. I understand, but you missed your appointment, so we will need to reschedule you. It's not for me. It's for him. And she jabs her finger at the little boy. Then we will have to reschedule him for his eye appointment. You people are ridiculous. If you don't want people watching TV, don't have them on. I apologize for having entertainment in the waiting room. Can I reschedule you for the next available appointment? Entitled mother turned bright red and threw her hands up in the air and stormed off without her kid. The poor kid stood there for a few moments before running after his mom. I went over and congratulated the front desk receptionist for her unyielding patience. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest. I think we've all been late to something because of Shark Week. Can we really blame the entitled mother for this one? Our next Reddit post is from RoboDragon. So this story doesn't involve me too much, but I know quite a lot about entitled cousins actions and behavior through stories my family members and good cousin told me. Ever since we were little kids, my cousin, good cousin and I have been best buds. We lived only a few miles away from one another, so we would bike to each other's houses, play in our backyards, and play video games. Good Cousin comes from an extremely wealthy family. Her dad, my uncle, started a business when he was 20, and it has been super successful to the point there are now several large locations across the globe. Even though his family is crazy rich, they live a very modest lifestyle. They live in a small two-story home on a few acres of land and a large pond takes up most of it. The one lavish thing they do is that every two or three years they go on a cruise. Good Cousin is one of three children. She has an older brother and her identical twin sister, Entitled Cousin. You may think the good twin, evil twin scenario is only seen on the TV screen, but good cousin and entitled cousin are the real world equivalent. 
Good cousin is kind and generous, while entitled cousin is selfish and entitled. Entitled cousin always had this idea in her head that because her dad was so wealthy, she didn't have to lift a finger in life to get what she wanted. Good things just came to her, good cousin, and their brother. But Good Cousin had the common sense to know that she can't always rely on daddy's money. Despite getting pretty much everything they wanted growing up, Good Cousin and her brother never had entitled attitudes. Their parents are also super nice, so Entitled Cousin was always the evil standout of the family. Entitled Cousin's attitude only got worse as time went on. Eventually, Entitled Cousin got married and had a kid, a boy. Entitled Cousin's husband is just as nasty as she is, so they were kind of made for each other. Entitled Cousin always wanted to rub her child in Good Cousin's face, like she wanted to gloat about having a kid before she did. Good Cousin had a history of bad relationships, including those that involved verbal and physical abuse. One time, Good Cousin came to her sister for advice after her boyfriend beat her. Entitled Cousin had the nerve to blame her weight and not using makeup to make herself more attractive. Good Cousin was afraid to date anyone after her last relationship disaster, but that changed when she finally met the man of her dreams, Good Husband. I met Good Husband personally and he's a giant teddy bear of a guy. He's the perfect guy to help heal Good Cousin's old wounds and give her the loving, happy life she deserves. Then, nearly two years after they met, Good Cousin and Good Husband were engaged. The entire family was thrilled that Good Cousin finally got the man of her dreams, and her father wanted to throw a boatload of money to her to help pay for a beautiful wedding. For future reference, he did the same thing for Entitled Cousin when she got married. Yet, Entitled Cousin was not happy about how extravagant Good Cousin's wedding was going to be. Good Cousin wanted to be married at Niagara Falls and invite basically everyone she knew and her father was going to pay for pretty much all of it. Entitled Cousin was furious. She talked to Good Cousin and their father about the wedding and how all the money being spent better not interfere with the family's upcoming cruise. Yes, they still went on cruises together every few years, despite the children being grown and having families of their own. Their father said that because of the wedding and how expensive it was going to be, the family cruise would have to be pushed back another year or two. Entitled Cousin practically exploded. She blamed Good Cousin for taking the cruise away from her and her precious boy, who was five at this point. She said she told her son how they were going on a cruise and how now he's going to be so upset now because his selfish aunt wanted to get married instead of giving him a happy week in the tropics. Entitled Cousin even had the audacity to demand Good Cousin to reschedule the wedding for next year so they could go on the cruise instead. Good Cousin, who is normally not a confrontational person, had it with her sister's attitude and told her if she wanted to go on a cruise, she would have to pay for it herself. Entitled Cousin and her husband were nowhere near as wealthy as their father, and there was no way he was going to reschedule his own daughter's wedding just to give Entitled Cousin what she wanted. Entitled Cousin's ranting went on for weeks. 
flipping back and forth between blaming her sister for ruining her son's year and begging her father for money to go on a cruise because she and her family deserved it. She drove good cousin to tears and she ended up calling me up for advice. My only advice to her was to give entitled cousin who normally gets everything nothing. And by nothing, I mean don't invite her to the wedding. Like most sisters would do, good cousin wanted entitled cousin to be one of her bridesmaids as she was a bridesmaid at entitled cousin's wedding. Not inviting her would be a major upset for everyone involved, but it just may be the thing to teach entitled cousin a lesson. So she did just that. Good cousin called up her sister and flat out told her that if she didn't change her attitude, she didn't want it leaving a sour taste at her wedding. Again, entitled cousin blew up, shouting at good cousin, calling her all sorts of names, and again blaming her for the cruise being canceled. Good cousin hung up and decided to not invite her to the wedding. The wedding was amazing and I ended up being the bridesmaid to take Entitled Cousin's place. Yes, I was invited to the wedding originally, but Good Cousin didn't want me to be a bridesmaid only because she knew I hated dresses and I'd rather wear a suit, but I said I'd wear a dress just for her special day. It's been a few years now and Good Cousin and Good Husband have a beautiful little girl and have a baby boy on the way. Entitled Cousin is still in their lives and is still nasty as ever, but she doesn't come to her father begging for anything anymore because after her behavior towards him and Good Cousin, he threatened to leave her out of his will if she continued to pester either of them. Maybe now that she's not going to get everything handed to her on a silver platter, she'll change her attitude for the better. Or at least, that's what we all wish to happen. So I'm kind of surprised that evil twins are a real thing. Is anyone watching this video a twin? Let me know down in the comments if you have an evil twin or if you're the evil twin. It pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples at Disney World. Disney World is a family amusement park. Yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless garbage. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buys their babies treats and toys. They will never experience the exhaustion that it is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. This grunt in some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel and Aiden wanted one but the line was very long so I said later and it broke this poor little heart and he cried. I wanted to take that effing pretzel from that tramp like thanks jerk you made my son cry. Disney World is for children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. You have no effing idea what it's like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler. And I can't just tell him that we can't do something because it's his vacation too. 
I effing hate childless women with a burning passion. I'd love to see an entitled parent version of every Disney movie. Like the new hit Frozen. Let me go, let me go, let me go to the front of the line. That was my terrible attempt at singing as an entitled person. And this is r slash puppy bloopers. This gr- Why do I bother? Why don't I just delete my channel so I can just play with you nonstop? Is that what you want? Don't, don't look at me like that. I can't do it, dog. I can't just play with you all day. <laughs> you can squeak all you want. I can't play with you, dog. I gotta work. This grunt in some very slutty sh dog. Dog. I can cuddle with you. If you want to cuddle for a couple minutes, I can cuddle with you. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, you're so big. Oh. Ugh. Dog. Poochums. Poochums. Smooch. Dog. Pooch. Mwah.